What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack the second you sign up. They'll send them out in the post here, and you can't catch Corona from the post. All you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery, and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time. Sign up now at beer52.com slash word. That's our exclusive link. That's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W-O-R-D. You'll claim your free case of beer, and for every person that signs up via that link only, they slide us a little bit of money. That supports the podcast. It helps us out. It's win-win. So do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Now, I'm getting the word not. Upset me, nasty bitch. Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, Jesus. I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting! It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel like podcasting with video on YouTube, on social media at Have a Word Pod. You are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. Have a Word. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. <laughs> Good times never feel so good, so good. Oh, that so just good, reminded me of the Cricket so World good. Cup. Fucking hell, that's just taking me back. Oh, oh that, yeah. that Cricket World Cup was fun. Um, Really good. Sorry we're recording a little bit late. I don't, I rarely, well, neither of us are bad at this. We're very good at keeping time, aren't we? But occasionally we're like, lad, can we just knock this back 15 or half an hour? But I was like, yep. I need a full half an hour because I was painting the doorstep. <laughs> it's one of them jobs I've had to do. And I'd be like, I fucking really feel good that I've done it. But as I was doing it, I was like, shit, am I going to get ripped for painting a doorstep? Maybe I won't tell him I was painting a doorstep. If he says, why were you late? I'll say, oh, I was doing some editing. No, fuck, I'm going to say I've got... Is it Tory to paint a doorstep? Is it Tory? Is it fucking Tory uh, to have a doorstep? Proper, proper lower than working class to paint a doorstep nice yes mate yeah. you're like middle class scum <laughs> <laughs> what you're trying to assimilate you you know what you are you liberal democrat there that's what that is that's tory that wants to be labor <laughs> i you're yeah. a fucking red tory mate that's what you are you're a classic blairite oh i'm just like you look at me painting me doorstep look at this meanwhile i've got a four-bedroom house and a fucking good pension <laughs> wow you were you were nearly right up until the end adam <laughs> you are my fucking pension this is my pension if this doesn't work <laughs> Daddy gonna be sucking dick on the doorstep. Come on, I suck your dick on my doorstep. Mm, God damn, that's a nice doorstep. Remember, give me dick sucked. 
That's going to be the, the fourth Patreon tier eventually, isn't it? <laughs> 20 quid a month, you get one blowjob from Dan. <laughs> I think we've already offered that out. I'm so cheap. I gave oh. it out as part of the tenor. You look really nice, Adam. You've had a shave. You've got your flowy little fringe. Not that I'm saying I'm jealous, but you do look uh, better for it. And, uh, yeah, I forgot to grab a hat. So uh, <laughs> that's why my hair's out. But I had a shave. It was getting a bit wild. I liked it. I wanted to... Sort of keep letting it grow and see how ridiculous it could get. But uh, Jade said she was gonna, she wasn't gonna fuck me until I shaved it. So not into I got it. A shave. You look about six <laughs> years younger, which I think says a lot about Jade, really. <laughs> what? Um, she's a nonce. She's. I mean, it was implied. <laughs> you did, but you just didn't let the implication stand. Yeah, you do. You, that must be nice to have hair. Hey, if I take that much hair off, I look like I'm coming out of like chemo. That's how bad that looks. If I took even oh, hell, heavy drop that <laughs> two and a half minutes into the podcast, we've got a chemotherapy reference. Fuck me. Where was where's today's pod gonna go from there? What did they start? Cancer jokes. Where did they end up? You do not want to know, my child. You do not want to know. Sometimes I think that I think if you go too hard to because some people have sent us some stuff like and they're like oh you should do this and if you start too too hard line I think you can end up coming full circle and just talking about like Eccles cakes do you know what I mean so there's a chance that because we've gone like chemo and sucking dick within the first three minutes this ends up just going so what do you think about devolution for Scotland Adam your thoughts speaking of sucking dick right dude. <laughs> Everyone in Scotland was like, what the fuck? This is going to get interesting. Oh, no, duck sucking it is. <laughs> you trim your pubes. Oh. Yes, mate. Oh, Sorry. of course. Oh. If I can't grow hair on my head, I can't have a fucking bushy pubes, can I? <laughs> Poor. I want to know what, like, what, what you do. Like, what, what, you know, when you finish, like, yeah. what, how would you describe your area from sort of, you know, just the bit under your tummy, like the start of your pubic region. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. From the top yeah, there yeah, yeah. down to like the back of your balls. What does. Right. What, what's going I'll on? I'll talk you through the stages. I okay. trim my chest hair because I'm not, again. Oh, gr- fuck. You're starting way higher than I, I do. <laughs> I, st- <laughs> I start. You're going to trim me pubes, babe. <coughs> starting with me neck. I'll talk you through it. I sh- this is genuine I, sh- I don't usually have a beard when the shutdown happened I went mental and I was like I don't want it I'm just going to be fresh and I regret that now I'm growing it back I, I shave from from like my fucking Adam's apple down trim that oh I've, t- I've, I've nicked a nipple in the past oh mm. oh cha. so sometimes I just have hairy nipples and then shave the rest and then then there's that then the pubes I, I take the zero I just go sideways for the pubes. I leave about a centimetre and a half of some growth because I don't want to look like balder pubs. I just I need something. But I take off the big, you know, like the top of the V. I take I take that off, right? right. So then I leave that sort of like bit between your belt line and where your dick starts. That's like the patio in it, that bit. So the, dick, the bit between your belt line and where your dick starts yeah. is all gone. Basically all gone and then there's like a centimetre of um, sort of trim pubs and then I shave I wet shave my balls see 
and then never, like never I'm go, just... never shave the gooch because oh, it itches within a couple of days. Oh, I'm in a mess. So I'm in a time. It is, it is. This is going to sound like I'm just trying to disagree with you. No, if you say God, you shave arsehole first, this is going to be dressing top down no, all no, over no, again. No, not quite that far, but like from my belt line to me dick, I keep like six mil, well, exactly six millimeters of hair because that's what I put my shaver setting on. Right, and then and then from like a centimeter above me dick, right, including all of me dick and me balls, I use like a a proper wet razor, you know, like a Gillette Mac three. So hang on, you've got six mil of hair on up top, and then yeah, like, from the like top a... of the dick down over the balls, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, mate, what, what, like, your your dick looks like an American soldier in my head. I, my dick looks like you with an afro. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. In my head, I was like, oh yeah, that, oh fuck you. Do you want to see? No, no. I no, think I want to see me dick just like the top bit. I can get you. I think you can get kicked off Zoom for this sort of <laughs> shit. Go on, let's have a look. Oh my god, he's going to do it. Oh god. Disgusting. Oh god, he's taking it. Oh, he's in his. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think he was going to do. Oh, that's it, Adam. We're in the tenth second of it. Fucking move your laptop, fam. PC. I prefer cancer jokes. <laughs> right. Why did so you feel the I've inclination to see me? <laughs> Show me that. <laughs> when I was painting a doorstep, I was like, I hope he doesn't rip me too much. I didn't think he's going to get his dick out today. Just the top of his dick. <laughs> Episode one seven three of the podcast. Right, it it it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm going to try and be honest and detach from the emotion of what I see because I think I've just been sexually abused via a laptop and Zoom. I did not get super fast broadband to see that with my eyes. Do you remember I told you about amateur porn that I don't like it because the guys are out of shape? I felt like I felt like that was the first. 15 seconds of amateur porn and then my laptop buffered or something or the internet connected out and I had an erection looking at your fucking gooch not gooch the patio what do you call that bit between the belt the like like a, a, a guy who's in shape is like do you mean your stomach no 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 my stomach is big and it sort of rolls over the belt line and then there's that little flat bit that just refuses to gain weight because it's been held in by a belt since I was 11 um, yeah, it looks it's, it's no man's land isn't it Mm, yeah, but the no man's land is the old perineum, isn't it? The gooch between the dick and the bells. No, 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 because that's the gooch. This is no man's land. This oh, is, okay, fair enough. There's nothing happening there. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I oh, we'll call it the beaches of Normandy. So the bit between your belly and your dick. So many dick. died. So many died at Dunkirk. As they as they took that last breath, like, I hope I hope my sacrifice gets remembered on a fucking podcast. <laughs> Eighty years from now, these fucking idiots. Um what, Adam, where are you wandering off? I'm genuinely worried about what's coming back into shot when you wander off now. Oh thank God. It's closed. It looks clean. It looks it looks clean. 
I'll be, I didn't enjoy it. And I think I've been, I think I'm a victim now, but if I'm being, I'm putting my medical, you know, hat on as a medical professional, which I'm not, I think it looks, it looks like a clean way of keeping the garden, you know, trimmed. Okay. Well, how about we, out to our listeners, if you all want to send us a photo of your Normandy and we'll let you know whether we think, get them in to have a word pod at gmail.com. <laughs> No, Daniel, no. <laughs> oh, you're going to show me. Oh, no, 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 no. It can't be that bald. No, it's not bald. Let me just show you. Look. <laughs> I think it's the same. <laughs> got this, like, growth on my balls, though. Oh, no. no! <laughs> I didn't get anything. <laughs> you did not have to show me your testicles. <laughs> Um, oh, that would have been a bad one for Laura to walk in on. I think because she's <laughs> she's always she's she's already a bit suspicious of the podcast. Like she's a little bit suspicious because I think of the amount of R Kelly we keep singing. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What have you? I'm tell you what I'm bad for. Just if I have a bath, I'm not a big bath guy. Love a shower, right, two or three. Mate, that's, how I, that's how I shave me balls. Dangerous when you're like, oh, here's my Gillette Mac Three, and here I am, nothing to do. La 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 la, and then you just start fucking going for it. No, that's what I did last night, and it worked really well. I've never shaved me balls in the bath before. I normally like like hover over the toilet, but um, it worked really well. Yeah, I just I think good ball upkeep is, you know. It's, in it's gentlemanly, isn't it? It's just, I, you've, I mean, you've gone from fucking part little Tubby Wolverine to like a, you look like, are you got, have you got a job interview? What's going, I don't know why, why you'd shave your balls for a job interview. Fucking hell. Like some women try and make like the hair on the genitals a feminist issue, don't think they're like, no, I'm not giving into the patriarchy. And if I want to have 18 inches of hair, then that's my right as a woman. And it's like, yeah, but you just want to keep it nice and tidy for, any sexual partners no one likes a big rug down there do they well not in summer trading as well jesus christ uh, that, yeah, a, a muff that big will really ruin lesbian cricket for the season won't it get um, your sweaty rug out um uh, yeah but have you noticed on porn the old pubs are coming back a little bit there's been like a there's been a there's been a bit more there's been a bit more pub action in the last two or three years like pubs coming back a bit no, no, I haven't noticed. Oh no, well, then again, I don't. I don't check the year. Um, it's not when I find a porn video to watch. It's not like I'm selecting a wine. And I'm like, what? What year is this? <laughs> I don't uh, know whether it's 2016 or from ten years What's ago. A, a great year for lesbian bukkake. I don't. You, do, you can do what you want with your pubs, but if you're a guy and you're like, I don't do anything with them. I just think you know, if you want anyone to go anywhere near it, just they shouldn't need a machete. Is that fair? You shouldn't have to like move pubes out the way to get to a dick to suck. Yeah. <laughs> like a fucking like one of your nana's old fly drapes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what's this? It shouldn't be like you know, like when you're in your nan's and she's got those drapes and you have to like peel them back to look whether your taxi's there yet. Yeah. It shouldn't be like that, should it? No. You should be able to see the taxi the second you look towards the window. It's classic boredom though, isn't it? Have you ever shaved your bum hole? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. All right. Word from... Have you not? No. Oh, sometimes I have a little... Yeah, I have a little shave over the bummer. What for? I'll keep the boys happy. Um, 
no, just again, just through boredom. And I was like, oh, you know, while you're down there, one side, on the other. I think I'd like get out of breath, trying to shave me one more. <laughs> Jade, <laughs> Jade, <laughs> have you got a minute? Can you bring my inhaler? <laughs> Bring my inhaler, some Dettol. We're doing it again. <laughs> no, Adam. No, we are. Have <laughs> you waxed it? I've I've waxed my back. I haven't. I've got. I went to a. I went. I went to get my back waxed, and I just saw the look of just regret. I I saw the woman question her life choices before she did it, and I never went back because she was very professional. Oh no, it's fine. I do it all the time. But I saw that little thing in her eye, like, "Fuck my life. I should have." I should have got a GMVQ. See, the the hair on my back is like grows weirdly patchy. So I haven't got hair all over my back, but I've got like three patches of hair. You got it's like I've got three very big moles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like mark. three eight inch moles. <laughs> this this is gonna be a difficult one for people to have listened to, I think. Even though they've not seen what we both saw. I think they were like, Oh, chemo guys, that's a bit much. And by now they're like, No, 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 that was <laughs> that was fine. Um, I've got loads. I, I've got the go on. Sorry, I, I I went full shave last night, so I got my beard trimmed all that up, and then uh, I was like, "Well, you know, in for a penny." Let's go for the old because uh, I'd I'd let me nether region get a bit wild as well. To be honest, it was my face was mirroring me pubic region. <laughs> I feel like we've gone into too much detail. Do you ever shave fully anymore? Do you have, are you all, you always have some form of facial hair? Do you ever shave the beard off completely? Um, I did it about three or four months ago, and it was such a bad mistake. And also, I'll, I've got to live with it for ten years because a couple of days into having had a shave, I had to get a passport photo done. Ah, fuck! So, uh, like, I don't look like me when I'm sh- like I look a lot younger when I'm shaved. I look me age probably when I'm, or even a bit younger when I'm completely clean shaven. Oh, yeah. It's nice that the beards are in fashion. I shaved and then someone on Twitter called me a nonce within a day and a half, so that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I uh, I hate it when... Do you know, I hate anything where you think you have to change what you wear or look like. Like, I'm f- I'd am i be fucked trying to get a job interview. If, the, if you know, it was like, well, you need to shave for the job interview. I'm like, I, I even resent having to dress up for corporates when they're like, oh, it's a corporate gig and we're putting you... But you do have to dress up in a black tie. You're like, oh, just fuck off. Do you have, <clears throat> do you have like set things that you'll do for set amounts of money when it comes to corporates? Like, I will not be told what to wear until it gets to a thousand pounds, and then I wear a fucking clown suit. That's how that goes. Like a, a grand, See, no, I, a, a grand. I'm, I'd be like, what do you want me to wear? I'm I'm stricter than that. So my 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 lowest fee for the corporate is a grand. Yeah. Through my agents anyway. And for a grand, I'll wear dark jeans with a proper shirt and a blazer. Yeah, that's basically what I wear as well. I've not I haven't got a suit. Two grand I'll put a suit on. Right. Cause you can buy a suit with part of the two grand. <laughs> that's how I that's how I'd see it. I was like, if you pay me two grand, I'll spend a fucking hundred and fifty of that on a suit. Yeah. What would you wear for three grand? For three grand, they can put more restrictions on what I say. For five thousand pounds, Adam. For five. For a, David for Dickinson. A grand, I've got five thousand. You know, if I turn up at a corporate 
and it's only like a thousand pound or if I get it come through my agents and they're like right but they don't want any jokes about this 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 and this. I just won't do it right yeah like, uh, I can. they can tell me not to say like cunt and twat at a grand but it's like two grand and above that's when I start going right tell me what I can and can't say uh, there's two things here if you're listening going are you fucking for real talking about this level of money we're like these gigs aren't every week by the way so no, if anyone's like thinking like, every six months are these fucking millionaires are these fucking millionaires no we're dickheads who shave our fucking balls that's we're unemployed <laughs> dickheads who are now ball shavers but occasionally these gigs the drop hardest, in let's just say this they're the hardest gigs in the world they're tough. You go, you go on to a room of 150 people. It's on big circle tables. So half of the room are facing the opposite direction to you. They weren't expecting comedy. They don't want comedy. You get given a microphone that doesn't really work. And no one really, there's no compare going, give us a cheer if you've been to comedy before. There's none of that. It's just, uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, now that we've done the deaths of the year and, all, and everyone we fired, rest in peace to those guys, we've now got... Um, comedian I believe his name is Adam Rowie and Adam Rowie Adam Rowie ladies and gentlemen yeah. that's your introduction isn't it awful it's, it, it's not it's not glamour it's danger money they are paying you but they're not paying you because there's no there's literally no way that thousand pounds the amount of time like we'll do 25 minutes in the midweek I will do 25 minutes at a good local comedy club for a mate for 80 quid 100 quid a corporate on a on a Wednesday, it, like those, like it's an awards evening for the cunt fucking. It's a thousand pounds, and this you're doing the same amount of time. You're doing a lot of the same jokes that they're paying you because you do not want to be there, and it's an all. Yeah, yeah. And some comics just have that threshold where they're like, "Nah, I'm not going. I'm fucking. I just don't do it. It just doesn't suit me." And I'm not the most corporate comic. I've not written a corporate set like Adam was saying. Yeah. Sometimes you just, but okay, I'd probably do two a year, maybe three a year. And the worst ones are the ones where you've already done it you hated it and they liked you that's the worst and they're like oh you did so much better than uh, Mike Fucknut last year we'll have you back next year I remember doing this and I actually upped the money because I was like I hated that so I upped, I, dub I basically doubled what I asked for yeah. they came back met me halfway it was all the bills and the mortgage in one fucking night and the reason it was awful was actually at the gig wasn't great it wasn't terrible it was the three weeks before it when I kept thinking about the fucking gig I was like oh fuck I hate this oh god it's gonna be bad and it was it was a bit shit it wasn't terrible it wasn't like soul aching it was the build up of like it felt like you know at school when someone's like I'm gonna fucking twat you and then the whole of the afternoon you're like oh fuck I'm gonna get twatted I'm gonna get twatted it felt yeah. like the comedy and I well, I didn't get into, didn't comedy, get into comedy to feel so like yeah oh that was magical we said that at the same time you didn't get into comedy for that and if someone said to you you can only do corporate gigs for the rest of your life if someone said that to me I'd, I'd say no I'll go and do something else because they're so soul destroying and shit and comedy is arguably underpaid at other levels so it's those overpaid gigs like them where you're like do you know what I'm willing to do this three four five six times a year to go well, that tops me earnings up from the yeah the rest of the year. It can pay those those gigs can pay pay, pay pay for an Edinburgh. <laughs> pay for Edinburgh, yeah. <laughs> My God, Adam, we're in sync. We're in sync because people people don't realise every person I speak to about the Edinburgh Festival who's not involved in that industry, they're like, oh, "I must be amazing. You must get a lot of money to perform every day." And you're like, "Well, before you get up there, you're about twelve grand in the hole, and then you're trying to earn that money back from five pound ticket sales." 
So, two years ago, I broke even. By the end of the festival, by the very end of the festival, I broke even. And me and Laura were like, haven't we done well? And to be fair, I did a lower budget, smaller room, just around the corner from you. We hung out loads at that uh, festival. And then we were like, oh, amazing, I've broke even. And then I worked out what I'd earned the August before. <laughs> so I was like, oh, even. shit, yeah, that's right. I was back at zero. Fuck. And those corporates can can pay. I'd hate to be one of those acts who are like, yeah, I don't really like corporates, but they pay so well, I do two a week. I don't really do normal gigs because they don't like any idiosyncrasies. They fucking hate most stories. They want stereotypes and piss take well, I'll tell you what Scottish people are tight hey Yorkshire people are tight hey Welsh people are drinking Irish people like a drink it's the worst type of fucking stand up and they lap yeah. that shit up and then if you and then if you do a joke about you most of my jokes are about my life and you're meant to laugh at them there's meant to be like a, a laugh of recognition or whatever or any nuance or any opinion or any hint at politics and the and, the, and a corporate crowd are like what the fuck are you talking about this for and you're like yeah you don't want it you're in a work environment you've not come to see stand up I'm inflicting opinions and my life on you whereas if you go Scottish people are fucking well tight they're like hey very good very fucking good it's so depressing yeah. that type of stand up but they can't like for a certain price like they, they can tell us what they what what what's to do and what what they want us to say and whatever but and that's why because of gigs like that that's why i'm so staunchly on the side of if you come to a comedy club you're not allowed to get upset by anything any of us say because you're a guest in our house if you come to a comedy club you're coming into our environment and we get to decide what we're saying what would you, you can't tell me i can't joke about whatever because it I'm, I'm i'm where i'm supposed to be you're a guest here if you don't like it fucking get out i'm not asked if it's a private gig you can go we don't want any jokes about giraffes don't come to a comedy club and tell me i can't do me fucking six minute giraffe bit all right yeah and and to be fair if you're thinking well can you just we have no rights as a, a punter at a comedy club you just have the right to not laugh and if 200 yeah. people sat around you are on your side you're right and we're wrong and if we if we get that wrong enough and you get that right enough, then either we'll not get booked or we'll change our stuff. But what people yeah. like doing is going, excuse me, I don't like this bit. Shut the fuck up. Whereas at a corporate for two grand, if the manager's like, I don't like this bit, you're like, great, well, I'm sucking the corporate cock, so I'll uh, I'll say what you want me yeah. to say. And I just don't think that's good for your soul, is it, really? If you're one person in a comedy club full of 300 people going, um, I don't like this, actually, but there's 299 people who do, you're a dickhead it's okay to not like it but to try and get everyone else to change their opinion on whether they like it I'm sure on one of Joe Rogan's episodes I think it was Rogan he he spoke about this with a guest and he he said it's like going to a restaurant and you not liking the food and then trying to get everyone else to stop eating because you're not fucking happy with oh. the dinner <laughs> oh, what that is I hear a lot of analogies about stand-up, and he has fucking nailed that. <laughs> that is beautiful. I don't like carbonara. I don't like carbonara. Can you all stop eating carbonara, please? This stop carbonara it. is too spicy. Is this a hate crime? No. You just don't like spicy food, you fucking dick. Okay. Let's talk about car wheels. 
Now then, lads, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo, and after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40. So even if you've got a sensible dadmobile or you've inherited your nana's banger, soup up the wheels, get them sorted. If you park like a bell end, get them tidied up, make them look smarter. Go the full hog, get them jazzed up, get them glitzy, get them gold. Just live your life through your alloy wheels. They can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tires, acid stripping and shot blasting, tire fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going, I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have A Word with Adam and Dave. Oh, Adam, I've got some... I've got some varied and interesting tales and stories from our glorious listeners on the subject of nicknames. Uh, this is from Peter Ronnie Williams. And he starts, hi, thigh, hi, and Dave. (laughs) Love the podcast. It's fantastic. And I listen every day while I'm in work. On the subject of nicknames, my nickname is Ronnie. All because in first year at high school, we had to dress up for some reason. And I went as a clown. But because I had wavy ginger hair, someone said I looked like Ronald McDonald. It stuck. And now, 29 years later, I'm still known by it to this day with a few of my friends not even knowing my real name is Peter. I even had two different signatures, one for official stuff signed Peter and one for birthday cards and stuff signed Ronnie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you know what? I I love stuff like that. I love, And this is lads are very good at this. Just going, no. We're just going to keep doing it. Yeah, we're going to keep doing that. <laughs> but it, but I was seven. I, Don't give a fuck, it's stuck. I've got a funny nickname sent to me before. Um, I put a, f- a before and after photo of me shave on my Instagram. Um, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, please go and do it. It's at Adam Rowe Comedian. And the podcast's on there as well, at Have A Word Pod. That's for our Instagram users. Oh, oh, um, oh, quickly, before you start, go and find our YouTube channel. Uh, Have A Word Pod has got a YouTube channel. Go and have a look. Subscribe. It's got it's got uh, the longer clips from the videos of the podcast. If we get to over a hundred subscribers, because we've not pushed the YouTube at all, we get to uh, we get to basically name the YouTube channel, which will yeah, be great. To have to have a, a URL. A proper, because as soon as we come out of the shutdown, the big drive now is the podcast is great. We wanna we wanna push the videos and get longer videos and better videos on YouTube. So sorry, Adam, the nickname. Yeah, so I on my Instagram earlier I put a before and after photo of the um <laughs> me having a shave and on both of them I was like shifting my eyes to to my right. So Paul Blair, the owner of Hot Water Comedy Club, sent me both of them and said, Why are you doing that with your eyes? And I said, Well, me 
when I'm looking directly at a camera on my own in like a mugshot situation, which is the style of photo taken, my eye drives me mad because it, it just looks a bit weird. So I, I was just looking to the right because I was a bit self-conscious about my eye. And he told me about his mate who had a, a, a bog eye when he right, was right, uh, right. little. And his mate's nickname was Millie Granby because of his eye. Do you, got any guesses as to why his nickname might be Millie Granby? Millie Granby. It's because there was two streets at the opposite ends of Toxteth, where he's from. One's Millie Street and one's Granby Street. And he had one eye looking at Millie Street and one <gasps> eye looking at Granby Street. <laughs> to this day, Jesus. he's called Millie Granby. <laughs> All right, Millie Granby, lad. <laughs> Do you know the kid who first named, who thought of that? If that was a kid who thought of that nickname... That is the same twatty instinct that would make a brilliant stand-up comedian. Yeah. If you've got it in you to go, that's fucking funny, one, one eye's looking that way, one eye's looking that way, we'll do the names of the street as your nickname. That's the same, you know when you see American roasts, that's basically <laughs> the same level of joke writing. I used to get height in a New Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> one eye in Iton, one in New Brighton. Oh, and it rhymed. Fuck out. <laughs> and crocky. Tucky and Crocky, the Nuggy Ducks, the Nuggy fucking Ducks. I love it that 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 Peter has been doing this for so long that he has two signatures because his mates are such dickheads. It's stuck for twenty nine years. If he doesn't sound like ha- Cards Happy Birthday, Ronnie, they're like, "Who the fuck is this from?" Jill, Who, who's Peter? <laughs> um, we've got a dead granddad story. When my granddad was dying. We were told we could let him eat. No, by the way, if you're a first-time listener, this might be a bit of a culture shock. But here, we do dead granddad stories. We do any funny dead relative stories. If you've got them, send them in. So, this is from Ashley Bowman. When my granddad was dying, we were told we could let him eat and drink what he likes. And one of his favourites was licorice all sorts. After three days of being sat by his bedside night and day, my dad bought me some licorice all sorts so I decided to share them with my granddad I gave him a piece of the coconut ones and two minutes later he started to struggle to breathe because he had been a chain smoker all his life but he started to struggle to breathe Um, and he died (laughs) the family said (laughs) the family said he had choked on the licorice all sorts which was not true just a coincidence he was really ill he had respiratory problems fast forward to his funeral and the family placed a Bertie Bassip-shaped licorice all-sort tub on the front of his coffin. Ashley Bowman. Beautifully done. Again, again, I love, I love how cunty families are, even in the face of death, like... Yeah, granddad's gone, hasn't he? Should we blame, should we blame Ashley, though, just to fuck him up? <laughs> <laughs> the, the fucking... The confectionist of death. Your granddad choked on a licorice all sort that. Your I seen a boss bit of graffiti earlier. Someone put it on Facebook or something. It was a you da cried at your holy communion. <laughs> you da cried at your holy communion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how funny is that? Um uh this 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 next one lacks something. Zach Howard has emailed in and the email is entitled My Dad is Dead and it reads that's all really (laughs) that's it 
He just he just emailed that. Oh, okay. He went out of his day. He went out of his way to think. Oh yeah, you know you're doing dead granddad stories and dead relative stories. I'll email that. My dad's dead. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> sort of didn't get the point of it. Uh, this is an absolute belter from Thomas. All right, lids, long time listener, but first time emailer here. As a high-risk individual nearing a month in isolation, your pod is getting me through the days and I genuinely look forward to it as a highlight of my day. And I've signed up to the Patreon. Appreciate you, fam. Really hope I can make it to the live show when this is all over. I'm writing in with a story. Now, I know it isn't a dead relative story. It isn't a have a word or a would you rather, but I thought you'd love to hear this. This is the story of the greatest Christmas panto ever. In my primary school back in 1999, my head teacher decided we should do a Christmas panto based on Christmases through the millennium. As you can imagine, a lot of this was fucking mental. I myself played in a Hawaiian. <laughs> to this day, I still have no fucking clue what a Hawaiian has to do with Christmas. But my best <laughs> mate had it worse. Now, we're from Wales, and my mate has a very non-Welsh name. His name is Christian Kreischer which is Austrian-German. And my head teacher decided that the role he should play in our primary school Christmas panto was Adolf Hitler. As if given... <laughs> as if given the Austro-German kid the role of Hitler wasn't bad enough, my head teacher gave him the role because, and I quote, he looks a bit like Hitler, doesn't he? <laughs> His mother didn't complain, didn't boot off. She supplied the Hitler costume. He did the entire scene for the parents, including the Hitler salute, and nobody batted an eyelid. It still blows my mind that this was allowed, even at the time, even back in 1999, and to this day, his nickname is Hitler in the group chat. I swear to God, this is the truth. And for evidence, here is a photo of him on stage in his role. All the best with the podcast. Hopefully see you soon. Thomas, absolutely fucking superb. Hey, I've got a little story for you about he my... He sent the picture. Play, you know. He sent the picture, Adam. He, at, he... I've got... It feels too good to be true, that story. I have a picture of a child dressed up as Hitler on the fucking laptop. And I will post it when I release... When I release the episode today, I'll put that as the artwork. No, hang okay. on. Or maybe I won't. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Could you imagine losing the Twitter account? Trying to explain yeah, to Twitter. send it to me first. I'll vet it. And then we'll, then we'll decide whether it violates Twitter's rules and regulations. I, um, I was in the nursery nativity play, right? And I was the only kid who was given a speaking part, right? So I was playing the innkeeper, Right. So I had to say so that it was being narrated by the the teacher, the nursery person, whatever you call her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she's like, yes, and Mary and Joseph went into the blah, blah. And I had to go, no room, go away. That was my line. Fuck right? I can't wait for you to have kids so I can come and see the school panto, the scouse panto. No, lads, <laughs> there's no fucking room in here. <laughs> so I was nervous. And my dad was like, You've got to fucking nail this, lad. You've got to nail it. So we practiced for like a week. You're right. So she says this and you say what? And I'm like, no room, go away. He's like, more conviction, Adam. You need, you're, you're the innkeeper. It's your place. I'm like, no room, go away. And he's like, no, it needs to, you need to be more confident. No room, go away. And eventually we got it down. 
So uh, obviously, every, all the parents are there for the school nativity. My dad's on the front row. He bought his little camcorder with him. And I only seen this video again about a year and a half ago or something when he dug it out of his fucking attic. And uh, he showed me. So he's pointing it right at me. He's like, Mary and Joseph went into the inn and said, we'd like a room, please. And I go, no room, go away. And there's a two second pause. And then I look right down my dad's camera and go, I did it, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and all the other parents looked at your dad like, okay, good luck with that one. I honestly thought it was going to go way more scouts than that and you were just going to get carried away and just be like, (laughs) fuck off! Get the fuck out of my inn! There's no room! Get you, your baby, and that fucking fella who thinks you didn't get shagged behind the bin, get all out of me fucking inn, all right? Oh, son of God, is it? Is that what he believes? Does he believe you haven't been shagging around? You're a hussy, love. You're a hussy. Get out the fucking travel lodge, Gail. Go and see if the Premier in will have you, you daft cunt. His baby da- her baby dies the fucking god. <laughs> Rat. You're telling me that's God's kid to get in this place. I'm not soft, me. I'm not your husband. He looks like a knobhead, him. Where are you from? You fucking wolves. <laughs> from Nazareth. Nazareth's fucking good as wolves, mate. Oh... <sighs> Oh dear, Thomas, I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be beating for a wee while. That is an absolute belter. If you have stories, virginity stories, if you have stories about nicknames, have a word pod at gmail dot com. We'll do yeah. some. We'll do some. Would you rather stories? Breakup stories? Oh yeah. Would you rather's? Um, oh no, dead I'd, relatives. We'll do some virginity stories tomorrow. Fuck it. We'll do some. We've got some uh, cokers. Some corkers. I've got uh, a would you rather for you. Oh, you... Well, I didn't expect this. Would you rather be itchy for the rest of your life or, like, sticky? So, like, imagine, you know, like, when your hands are all sticky because you've, like, got, like, honey on them or something. Yeah. Who's sticky that from? Because someone sent that in, didn't they? So we need to... We need... Kano 81. Uh, I, I've got a skin disorder, so borderline fucking itchy already um no this is proper itchy like, <laughs> oh thanks mate I've got fucking this is, i got creams and everything oh yeah no, but you're not like like you'd be itching now constantly throughout the pod yeah it's horrible innit you look like a smackhead mm. sticky though Ugh. yeah and if you're sticky when you shake hands with people as well they're like Ugh. oh yeah you're yeah sticky. yeah at least itchy is just your own nightmare sticky you just can't fucking touch anyone, can you? That sounded really pervid. <laughs> yeah, right. Nah, right. Don't worry, I've not got the own and I'm just sticky. <laughs> I'd yeah. rather be sticky, me. You always just fucking pick the other side just for shits and giggles, don't you? Justify being sticky. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, Why are you it's, so angry? It's indefensible, sir. It's indefensible. And I, I'm, I'm ringing the bullshit bell. Oh, shit. No. You're, hang on. You hadn't even really answered, so you're, you'd rather be a cheat. Yeah. Why? It's constantly just going to look like you, you, you're trying to get your next bit of crack. It's going to look like a fucking absolute nightmare if you're sticky like... 
Mm. No, you don't look any different when you're sticky. You gotta look a little bit different, haven't you? No. Oh, you can never go down a slide again. <laughs> <laughs> Doing these adverts makes me want to go to Vauxhall Comedy Club so much. When the shutdown is over, when we're free, when venues are open again, if you like comedy and you're in London, or if you're visiting the Big Smoke, go and watch some live stand-up at the Vauxhall Comedy Club. It's just over the water, near the West End, really central. On a Friday and Saturday night, they have an amazing offer where they do as much booze as you can get, a bottomless booze comedy night. Amazing comedians from the TV, from the circuit. It's 90 minutes, free wine, cider, beer, and it's just 25 quid there's also a spirit and mixer bottomless ticket and there's also an entry ticket that's just 10 pounds Vauxhall Comedy Club is open Monday to Saturday and it's right next to the amazing Vauxhall Street Food Garden so obviously right now you can't go but as soon as you can get down there enjoy yourself Adam's played it I'm looking forward to playing it and in the meantime hit them up on socials at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Instagram at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook the show is 18 and over so if you look young and fresh take your ID and if you look like me fucking granddad Dave you'll get right in see you there Vauxhall Comedy Club nice one two mics two leads and a lot of time on their hands this is Have A Word What's happened? I'm watching, I just got a notification from uh, me, me stock market app. I'm watching the price of oil. I'm waiting for it to hit rock bottom so I can invest in some oil. This this has not painted you as the working class hero very, very well. I, I was worried. I was literally worried before this podcast about painting a doorstep and you going, you're a fucking sorry. Ooh, your ma paints doorsteps. You fucking sorry. And now you're like, oh, sometimes I say no to 2000 because they try and tell me to shave my beard and I'm also looking to invest in uh, oil. Well, oil Who's sticky long, now? Man. Who's fucking seen... sticky now, you fucking sorry? Have you not seen how low the price of oil's gone? Yeah, just go and fill up your fucking tank like everyone else. Stop trying to stop trade stocks. No, have you, have you seen? It's like there's, it's got negative value at the minute, crude oil. Where are you going to keep it? No. Oh, you Moron. <laughs> that is the Jane, problem, no. Jane, I've got four barrels. <laughs> we're move, we're problem, moving though. your bike. <laughs> that is the problem, no. They've got nowhere to store it. You can't turn, like, the collection of crude oil. You can't turn it on and off easily. It takes time to turn it off. Right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no one's flying and there's not many people driving Drive about. And I've that. got a garage, they've so... Got, they've got so much oil that they've now got no storage for it and it will cost them less money to give oil away than it will to find storage space for it. So it's got negative value. It's like minus $40 a barrel. You'll basically get, you could get paid $40 at the minute to take a bottle of oil. I've got literally got, a, I've got a garage and I've got space at the back of the garden. I might invest. Is that how it but works? It's dropping. The price of oil keeps dropping and dropping and dropping. And when it hits its rock bottom, it's a fucking guarantee. You, and you can also, you can buy about 10 grand's worth of oil and only w- risk about 1,500 quid of your own money. Talk me through that. So you only have to have 10% of the equity you want to buy. Right. Uh, I'm lost. But then if if it get, if your money in, in, the, in the account gets to less than 10% of the value, then yep. it'll start automatically selling for it and you'll essentially lose a lot of money. All right, you have to. So you have to have money in the account before it's like, ah, you dickhead. You can't just 
It's not like so playing champ. Basically, man. you can buy ten times the amount. <laughs> yeah. So if you had a grand in your account, yeah. you could buy um you could buy ten grand's worth. But if that dropped even by a penny, it'd start selling for you because you've now got less than ten percent. Right. So when do you think it's gonna hit rock bottom, stock trader, Adam? Oh Jesus. Um I reckon maybe tomorrow. And I'm ready to go. Oh yeah. How much are you putting in, mate? I put two hundred quid in. So what's I get, get about two fifty out in about six months. S- excuse me, you're gonna <laughs> put two hundred in to try and make two fifty quid back. You could basically, based on my calculations, if you were to buy about ten grand worth right now, in about two months, you'd have to, you'd have about seventeen, eighteen grand to take out. But oh. you'd only risk a grand for that, so you could make a grand profit off a grand. Feels good, doesn't it? Are you going to put 10 grand in? Might buy 10 grand worth of oil for it and put a grand in, yeah. Right, cool. Before you do that, could you pay Take that? Take out me savings. Could you pay that invoice that I sent to you? Just, be- <laughs> just before you do that. That Yeah, okay, cool. I'm risking me savings here, man. Trying to, trying to get a holiday book for when this is all over. Yeah. Wow. You, I have to admit, you, the way you think that is just, I just... I think being married, that is such a high-risk thing. Because if I did that, even on a smaller scale, Laura would be like, so where the fuck has that money gone? And then I'd have to explain myself with the misremembered shit you just said. I'd be like, no, Laura, no, idiot, right? Because the sheiks in the Middle East, they don't have enough SO garages, right? And they run out of space in their garage. What? Hang on. And then they were like, it's dead cheap. And it was basically a free thing. So I gave him, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be in a lot of shit if I did that. But as I said to Jade, I'm going to take money out of my savings. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And she can't tell me anything, mate, because we're not married. There's no ring on that finger. If I want to spend a grand of my £1,200 savings, I fucking can, lad. Okay? Yeah. Give it time. What's the what's the time scale on you getting married with Jade? What's the... What do you reckon? I haven't got a time limit on that. I reckon another five years, and then I'll think about maybe asking the question. If she behaves, I I want it to happen quicker. Just so you stop flaunting this financial freedom in front of me. Never get a joint account, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's time for have a word with Adam and Dan. You send us all problems you have with your friends, but lately it's more problems with your family. Cause you're not allowed to see your friends, cause you're not free. We're in lockdown, 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 lockdown. That's too long now. Ring, ring. What? Cool. That was great. I love it, but it got too long. It was a 48 second song. <laughs> okay. Lads. <clears throat> Can you have a word with my hypocritical bitch of a girlfriend? Oh, Jesus. She's having a go at me because I've put a bit of weight on during the shutdown. When I say a bit, I mean a bit. It might be half a stone. That's about it. She's saying this isn't what she signed up for because usually I keep myself super fit and that's one of the reasons she was attracted to me. The thing is, I work in construction, so usually I'm on my feet all day and constantly lifting stuff, so it's very hard to put any weight on. That's gone away for the time being and my diet hasn't really changed, so I've put a few pounds on and now she won't shut up about it. 
The thing is, she's at least two dress sizes bigger than when we met. So who the fuck is she to say anything to me? I said this to her the other night and she's been really moody with me ever since. Have a word and tell her that it's either acceptable for both of us to talk about weight or it's acceptable for neither of us. Nice one, lads. Andrew. I mean, I'm... I feel the first part of it really rung true because I am 100% half a stone heavier than I was at the start of the shutdown. All them biscuits been eaten. And Laura said that I looked jowly the other day, which is fucking brutal. But uh, Adam's missus, that does not paint her in a Andrew. very fuck... Andrew, it does not paint her in a very good fucking light, that does it? <laughs> You're fatter. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it. I'm saying it because I'm worried about your health. And even though I find it... Sexually repulsive. It's your long-term health that I'm actually worried about. I'm Andrew. I'm trying to save your life by calling you a fat twat. That's what I'm doing. No, I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. This heart disease is real. Lose some weight. You're disgusting. Well, you look a bit bigger. How dare you, you bastard? Yeah. See, this is this is the opposite bit of male privilege, isn't it? This is female privilege. They get to talk about our tits, but we're not allowed to talk about them thick thighs that they be putting on. You need to get on the treadmill too, bitch. You need to work them pounds off. I didn't sign up for this shit. I didn't sign up for you needing to take selfies from above to hide that second chin. <laughs> <coughs> Don't honestly, I only take selfie with drones. Um I think fuck it off and just get big together. Just get just get a couple of fucking mobility scooters and just get it'll take a I mean how who knows what the shutdown's doing. Maybe it goes longer. Get all them biscuits, go to B and M, get a multi pack of them big cheap biscuits, and then just flop out your gun. You know we were talking about the patio. Let the let everything beyond the patio just get big and oh and just flop it out over the handlebars and just the two of you can just fucking scoot together like mm, I love you, Andrew. I love you, big lass. Mm, just do it. Just get a big strong bed, move it downstairs. Oh, dis disgusting. Sounds like he's up for that. Sounds like she's not though. Sounds like she is like, I should be allowed to get fat because I'm a woman and you can't talk about my weight because I am body positive. So it's fine for me. But you still need to keep me sexually engaged. And that was only a, that's only gonna happen if you've got a six pack. So maybe you should build us a fucking wall in the garden or something to keep yourself in shape because I just can't handle you being half a stone fucking heavy edge. You know what I mean? Didn't sign up for this. Andrew, I don't even want an extension, but you need to build the extension for our relationship. You need to build something, do some construction. Yeah, no, it's not a good sign that she's talking like that. You know, she probably doesn't see that she's put weight on and him saying that's ridiculous. But that's where, like, lads, oh, no, you're not. We're sensitive, you're not. Like, it still hurts your feelings when someone's like, all right, fat lad, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it, socially, we're not allowed to be like, Jesus, that's really hurt my confidence there because it sounds like, oh, you're a fucking big soft lad. But as soon as you hint at, like, well, fair enough, like, Fair enough, you've said that, but let me say this. You're looking a little bit thicker than a Snickers. Oh, that is really insensitive. No, it's not. Yeah, right's right. Do you know what I think, lad? She I sounds think like a bell. You're absolutely in the right. And I think what you need to do is next time she brings it up, you need to go more aggressive with it. I reckon that's, that, that, that's the way to do it. I reckon next time she's like, 
Look, I've said this a few times now. You need to lose a bit of weight. You need to go, listen, you fat fucking bitch. Shut your fucking mouth or get on the treadmill. Either lose the weight with me or watch your fucking lip. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've noticed that the longer you go on one email, the more you wind yourself up. Like you're like, In your head, you must be like, right, I've said what I think. Now we need to take it up a notch. It's like a piece of material. Like, what am I going to close on? Yeah, Andrew, don't say that. Don't say just, 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 you know, just. Why can't he? Just lean into it. Just lean into it. Get tubby. Yeah, get tubby. But if she starts whinging again, I'm with you. They should get fat together. But if she starts whinging again, he needs to he needs to stand his ground. Shut up, fatty, fatty, boom, boom. I feel like Jade should have texted at this point. I, I feel fatty. like I, sh- <laughs> I should have heard a ping. You're in shit. Good luck with that one. Good luck with that relationship. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds like a healthy time. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I can't believe you're not with me. On I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. I was told. If you listen to everything I've said, I'm totally with you. Until you went, hey, lad, say this. Listen, you fat fucking bitch. And then I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like what's happened there is you and me and mates were out for a drink. Someone started on us, and you were like, is that out of order? Yeah, yeah. And I'm with you. And then you throw the first punch, and I'm in there with you, and we're both fighting. And then you get a gun out and shoot someone in the head three times, and I'm like, lad, you took that way. Where, where did the gun come from? Wait, why do you even bring a gun out? <laughs> that's what, that's how that felt. Like that went. I was with you, and then you murdered two people. But those people wouldn't have got shot if they didn't mind their own business. Fucking <laughs> okay, such a scouser in you. <laughs> you know what I seen earlier? I want to have a word with someone actually. Okay, go on. Go on. Someone put on Facebook. Um, I've decided that from tomorrow, because she's she's a hairdresser. Right, right. <laughs> she said, "I've decided from tomorrow that I'm gonna start doing." Um, let me get it up so I know exactly what she said. <laughs> I've decided that as of tomorrow, I will work from home for people who are desperate to get their hair done. I will only be offering cuts and cut and blows. It will be appointment based only, so there is only one person at a time. After each person, I'll be sanitizing all the tools used. Ladies and girls, twenty five quid. Uh, gents and boys 10 quid for the course 15 for the fade cut and beard 15 quid message me to book in I mean who the fuck is she to be like I've decided that I'm now an essential worker because you know there's, I've, I'm watching a lot of selfies go up and everyone needs their fucking haircut do you know what I mean well uh, I don't know which tack you expect me to take but I'm going to say this uh, I think she's an inspiration I think uh, I think she votes Republican I think she's a Trump supporter and I, I'm going to take her lead and, and from tomorrow I'll be running corporate gigs in my living room and <laughs> I'm only doing corporates for 15 to 20, like a small company, not an animal. I'm not a dick. I'm not irresponsible, Adam. Small company. My fee is 800 quid and I will wear whatever the fuck you want. Unitard, <laughs> clown suit. I'll shave my bum hole. You can see it. You can not see it. Um, yeah, I think we'll have gigs at my house and that's it because I'll, I'll wash everything down. I'll wash the mic down. I'll wash, I'll wash the mic lead down, sanitised, isn't it? So what's the problem? What could be possibly be the problem? Okay, cool. Have you got any gigs going? Fucking stupid bit. Oh yeah, I got it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fat fucking.
fucking nuts. No, what's really funny? The first comment on that post is just the words stupid bitch, right? <laughs> it was the first comment, just stupid bitch. And I love that insult because it's it's got so many layers to it for just two words. You're stupid. You're a woman and you're a woman I don't like. <laughs> A bitch isn't necessarily just a woman, is it? You can. I, it is. No, it's not. It is. Sam's if you call a man Sam- a bitch, it's not the same as calling a woman a bitch, is it? If you call a man a bitch, you're basically calling him a whiner, which is calling him a woman. I have decided I'm not to saying step I off agree this with island. That. I'm not saying I agree with that, but that's what the way it's used. Defo. Any women listening? Disgusting. I'm with you, sisters. Hang on. Right. If I said to you, stop being a bitch... What would you what would you have to be doing for me to say that to you as a man? Yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah. I see your point. Yeah. It's just aggressive. If I said to Laura, stop being a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would she have to be doing for me to say that to her as a woman? It's I don't know. A gendered term. I'm but not I, saying I, agree I think with the that. podcast would be in trouble if you came to this Daniel. house and said that. <laughs> I've been having I've been having lots of vegetables and I'm now wokey McWoke face, okay? So but, I'm not saying I use that word, but it's definitely a gendered term. So go fuck yourself, say, okay? God, you're such a little bitch when you get on your eyes. I'm fucking <laughs> full of vegetables. That's a fucking pod, isn't it? Fucking <laughs> boot. Today's band is called Weekends Away, and their song is called Far From Here. I listened to this one before when I was prepping the pod. It's fucking sick. Go and find them on social media, Weekends Away, with Far From Here. We'll see you all in a day or so. In a bit, guys. See you later. Sometimes I think to myself that I will be stuck in the same place forever My dreams are so far away But then I think to myself I will find my way There is something great outside this place I knew as a child There will be something great outside that will make us smile But that thing is far from here
this place was 